Hey there, my name is Sierra and you're listening to the One Productive Mama podcast. After burning out of my copywriting business, I had two options, quit and go back to teaching or make this work. I quickly realized I needed to change up my strategy if I wanted to build a profitable, sustainable business. I was tired of being told I had to do a million and one things on top of my already busy schedule of raising kids and knew there had to be a better way to run a successful business. With the power of productivity, I learned exactly what it takes to be successful, make more money while working less, and have fun running a business. And friend, you can do it too. Each week, we dive into a topic related to scaling your business so that way you can create the life you truly deserve and the one you started your business for in the first place. I want you to see that you can make money while also spending time with your kids, enjoying date night with your spouse, or getting a much-needed massage. Let's get into the episode so you can be one productive mama too. Hi, Natalie. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing so good. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm super excited to chat today. Um, But before we really get into all the nitty gritty fun stuff, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, your business? Yeah, for sure. So my name is Natalie. I am a marketing and business coach and my zone of genius is helping coaches and service providers attract their best, highest paying clients and scale to their highest cash year using empowered messaging offers that are really created based on their unique zone of genius and identity and mindset work. I love that. Yeah. And obviously we are kind of like in a similar zone with the the goal is to scale. Right. But I love, I love the messaging aspect. I love the idea of, you know, cause how we, how we portray ourselves, how we put ourselves out there, that's how people are going to receive us. And so being able to do that the best way is so important. Yes, no, absolutely. And, and that's why I cover messaging from an internal point of view and then the communication part of it, because I always say that your internal message is going to affect the way that you communicate in your marketing and the clients that you're speaking to, the content that you're creating, how you're promoting your offer. So 100%. So, so true. Okay, awesome. So I know that something that is really, really important, especially when it comes to growing and scaling is being able to raise our raise our prices in our offers, being able to like increase the value we give so that way we can then scale and make more money. Cause obviously that's the goal. We don't want to like cap ourselves out. We want to be able to continue moving up and up. So I guess let's kind of jump into how do you know it's the right time to raise your prices? Well, you know, I truly think there's not like a magical perfect time to do it. And I do think that a lot of the clients that I work with get a little bit hung up before we we start our container thinking okay i need to have a certain amount of testimonials or i need to have three years in the industry to have like give themselves the permission to raise the prices and honestly your certainty in the value of your work and you being certain and being able to facilitate that transformation or that service for your clients is what is going to determine people buying for you from you or not. So I always say work on your own certainty, really understand what you're delivering, the value of what you're delivering, because if you believe it, that's how you're going to communicate it, whether in your marketing or in a sales conversation. Of course, I always recommend if you're just starting out to not pressure yourself thinking I have to charge certain amount because that also can be an issue where you think, oh, because so-and-so is charging 
$10,000 and I have to charge it. So I really think it's more of like an inner compass, you know, it's, it's more of you really understanding not only what the value of your work is, but also what do you want to receive for it? What makes sense for your income goals monthly and yearly? All of that comes into consideration. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, when it comes to, you know, we're, we're raising our prices, but you, you mentioned like the, the messaging, like we have to be able to believe in it ourselves. So how do we, how do we believe in those new prices? How do we like gain that confidence? I know it's like a really loaded question, but. No, no. And it's, it's a good one. <laughs> I think that first of all, it's being neutral with money and pricing. A lot of the times there's a lot of entanglement of your worth and because maybe you don't feel worthy of receiving that money then you think oh i need to charge a lower price so it's about really first of all okay where am i putting this number from like what what in my inner confidence where am i putting that number from is it because i think i'm not worthy enough is it because i'm comparing myself or is it because i'm really neutral and grounded about the price and it just makes sense for my goals so i always say that you know, we're very attached to our business because it's, it feels like our baby, right? <laughs> like, especially when it's a personal brand, but there's certain things that you have to detach from. Like you can't come in so attached to a number or so attached to an offer because in the end, you're not gonna be able to look objectively at your business and say, okay, this is what makes logical sense. So I think like that's the first step detaching like that emotional charge that we have around money around be feeling worthy enough to receive x price around comparing yourself and setting again the price once you do that based on what is the transformation that i'm leading my clients to and what is what is the roi not only in the money that they're making if you're a business coach or a sales coach but what are the incredible ripple effects that they're going to see in their life for one year for three years to come it's not only about me jumping on four calls a month with my clients, for example, and I'm not going to charge based on that, but based on the changes that they're going to see in their personal life, in their business, and the money that they're going to make in their business, not only in the three months that we work together, but in years to come. And so, you know, when you look at your offers from that perspective, it just the price that you want to charge becomes a no brainer. Because again, there's that detachment and you're looking at it from the long term ROI that your clients are creating, you know, when they work with you. I love that. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that I've honestly always struggled with is like being able to, to look at what is this doing transformation wise versus like the time that I put into it. Right. Because it, it is so much more than just the, the time that you spend with the clients. It goes far beyond that because whatever you teach them, they're going to be able to take that and implement it for not just weeks, but months, years, decades, like however long. So I love that idea of really separating that transformation. So I think you said um, like not being, not being stuck on the offer. So when it comes to like, maybe you have an offer right now and you, you feel good about the price, um, but you, you think it's time to increase prices. Uh, you're not sure how to do it because you feel like the price is it, it matches the the offer. So would you say it's time to like create another offer? Would you say it's time to like upgrade your your current offer to like include more value? Like, I don't know, how do you look at that? Yeah, it really depends on 
and, and this is why I love working with my clients one-on-one -on -one because we can really customize like when, when this, they reach this point in their business. For some of my clients, it's about, okay, if we're talking about a one-on-one -on -one service or coaching, it's time to increase. Like I know it's time to increase the pricing for one-on-one, -on -one, but I know that that's going to leave a gap right in my current audience and what i can deliver for them so raising that that container because it's a more close proximity to you and creating a secondary offer that's scalable where it's at a midpoint price or a lower price but you're still delivering an incredible client experience you know so turning basically turning that one-on-one -on -one service into a scalable high ticket offer it can still be high ticket but giving you know your audience the opportunity to grow with you instead of only having that you know one-on-one -on -one service or coaching so for some of my clients is that for others it's not necessarily you know a, a group container many are service providers but many go into consulting for other brands and that's the, the secondary offer so there, there's so many ways that we get to increase your revenue and some of that includes raising prices but a, a lot of the times it's about finding those gaps in your offer suite, where can we support other people in your current community audience that aren't ready or don't want, you know, not everyone wants that one-on-one -on -one support, um, but can still create incredible transformations with you. So I, I think it's gonna depend really on each business and what you want in your life. Not everyone wants to be working with 10 one-on-one -on -one clients at once and that's okay. So, <laughs> you know, you have other options. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, and I think uh, I, you mentioned like the scalable offers because that's something that's that's so important because your time is is a big factor. Yeah, like and you don't want to. You can only serve so many one on one clients because you only have so many hours in the day. So even if you love one on one and it's all you want to do, like you said, it might get to a point where you don't have you don't have the the space, the energy, like because you're important too. You got to like make sure that you're not overworking yourself. <laughs> um, and, and looking at those other ways to to still grow without I mean, making a detriment on your health, honestly, at that point. So that's that's an incredible way to to look at it. I love it. Um, okay, so you mentioned service providers, and obviously that's like a little bit different than than coaching because there's it's like a whole different ballgame, honestly. So uh, with service providers, you typically have like contracts or like you work with people for like a certain amount of time or whatever. So how do you go about implementing those, uh, those price increases with your clients who are like ongoing with you? How do you bring up that conversation? Oh, I love that question. I, I recently had a client, she was an online business manager and she was going through this. So she was charging for her VIP, like OBM, service 1200 per month and she really knew that it was time to increase due to the time that she was investing in these clients and just the incredible transformations that they were creating so she decided i'm going to charge two thousand dollars and it came the time where the contract with one of her current clients was ending and she felt a little nervous because this was a client that she adored working with and of course all of these thoughts came up around she's not going to resign or you know what should i say and really in this moment it's about nervous system regulation and emotional regulation more than anything else because we can have the perfect words to say in a sales conversation but if a client feels your own uncertainty if your client feels your shakiness with what you're saying or that you don't even believe again <laughs> to the first question you don't even believe in the pricing increase 
then that's going to come through. For, so first of all, really building that certainty within yourself. Okay, this is the price that I want to charge. This is the reason. Even giving yourself logical evidence of why this makes sense. And having a very honest conversation with a client, whether that be, I, I recommend wherever you communicate the most with that client in the first place. So if you're having a chat um, daily with a client, that would make the most sense, or maybe inviting them onto a call and saying something like, I truly have appreciated working with you. Like, look at all of these incredible transformations and results that we've been able to create together. I know that your goals for the next six months, for example, are X, X, and X, and I would be so thrilled to support you in that process. I have decided to increase my rates to X. This, These are the changes that I'm going to be implementing. I'm so excited to do this change because that means that I'm going to deliver an even better quality service and client experience. Let me know your thoughts. I'm here if you have any questions. And she did something similar and she signed for six months. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. yes. Okay. I love that. It's so exciting. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, those, I feel like those moments too are really like the, they give you that confidence boost. Like once you can get that one person to say like, yes, I'm, I'm good with the pricing creatures. Like, okay, like I could keep doing this. I can, you know, keep going. <laughs> yeah. That gives your brain positive reinforcement and evidence. And after that, she even signed two more clients at that rate and she was fully oh booked. Goodness. Yeah. So wow. it was, it was the beginning of something incredible for her, you know, just having, imagine having one client paying you that for the next six months or, right. even you know, it's, it just gives you that stability, that security. And, and it, it really means a lot of how they value her work, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. So is it like a similar, is it a similar issue when you tackle like, I mean, getting like the message in your DMs, like, oh, like your prices are just too high or like, why is it at that amount? Like, I can't afford that or like things like that. Like, how do you tackle those um, objections? Yeah, absolutely. So really, again, and I, I always go back to the mindset because I have a really strong uh, background in mindset and identity work. And I think it's the core of everything I do. And then really when you've practiced that detachment, right, from the pricing itself and worthiness and, and not making it mean anything about you, you can see objectively. So usually when these things happen, it's one of two things. And it, I always say it never means to lower your pricing because there's always someone who's going to be a better fit, who's going to say yes. And I've experienced this in my business over the past three years again and again and again. So usually it's because either you're messaging the way that you're promoting, the way that you're creating content, your sales page, wherever you're communicating the value of your offer isn't speaking to the person who's at the right stage to invest that amount. So it's a sign to see, okay, I'm attracting these people somehow right? <laughs> through my marketing. How am I speaking to someone who isn't there yet? Right? Where am I using language that's maybe either disempowered or speaking to, if you work with business owners, a business owner that's, you know, start just starting out when my offer is for someone who's more advanced or, you know, there's so many different areas that we can audit and see where is that gap? So we can speak to the right level of person that's ready to make that investment and who already values making that investment. Something that has happened to my clients who are service providers is that before they were speaking to someone who was hesitant to outsource. So their messaging was trying to convince people who weren't ready to delegate. So of course she was getting a lot of objections. So again, it's about you know tailoring that messaging to the right person. And the second part of this is the sale communication and the sales conversation itself. So 
where in the sales conversation, do you have a process to walk them through from inquiry to closing in the DMs? And are you communicating again, the transformation, the value, not only the details of the offer that is super important as well. Okay. Yeah. Super interesting. Basically like laying it all out for them and showing them like, Hey, you're not just buying like my time or, you know, these deliverables, like you're buying, like we were talking about earlier, the fact this will carry you through months, years into the future. So that's exactly. awesome. And having a process for that, because they're, they're going to come a time where you're going to have like multiple sales conversations per week, right? In your DM. So having a process that you can guide clients through and personalize to them without even having to jump on a sales call necessarily, but really it, it's about that. It's, it's not about putting at the forefront, you're going to get X amount of resources and 10 calls per month, <laughs> which is a common misconception or again, like you said, transformation results oriented. Awesome. Okay. So when it comes to like, you're starting to raise your prices, maybe you've like your client did, like they did it with the one client and it went really well. So they were able to do it again. Um, but let's say she was wanting to raise it eventually to like 3000 instead of the 2000. So would you say this should be done in like increments or do the jump and like just really pack it full of value from the beginning? It depends on what you know you can hold and sustain. So Ooh. for me, I have done really big jumps where, for example, I was charging 7,000 for six months and I jumped to 12K and I signed the client, you know, like a month later. But it was because I did a really strong inner work. I audited my messaging. Okay, who am I speaking now? This is a different caliber of person, you know? So I really did that inner and strong work. And I knew that I was going to hold myself even if I didn't get inquiries for a month, even if someone was saying it's too expensive. So it's about deciding what you want, doing the work, the strategic work and the inner work behind that and knowing, can I hold this or am I someone who needs smaller increments? And that's okay. Maybe I'm someone who can handle better raising it by $1,000 or $500 at a time and, and promising, okay, I'm going to sign two clients at this pricing and then I'll raise it. You know, there's no right or wrong. There's different methods that you can do it, but it's about knowing yourself and knowing that what you decide, you know, committing to that, you know, committing to that and reminding yourself that this is for a reason. <laughs> this is for the long-term benefit and health of your business and even for your clients, because when you're charging what you really want to charge, you just deliver a better service. You show up in a different way. There's so many things like goodies that you can add on to improve the experience. So seeing it as this, as in service for your clients really helps as well. <clears throat> for sure. For sure. Awesome. Okay. So it's a, it's, sounds like to me like it's a lot of like a bit of mindset a bit of uh content and like the the way you message the way you like yeah. speak to your audience making sure that you're aligning with the right audience yes. um is there anything else that you would say is really key in knowing or like making that shift in your prices i would say that of course the offer and the client experience needs to match so this isn't about <laughs> you saying i'm going to charge 5k per month and then delivering the exact same client experience, you know, I, no matter if I'm raising my prices or not, I'm always month after month asking myself, how can I improve this? How can I make this better? I'm open to feedback from clients who have told me maybe, oh, I would love this, or I love what you do, but can we shift this? You know, and if, if it's relevant and it's going to make the experience better, then that's our responsibility as coaches and service providers, someone who who is 
delivering a service, that's the best way to increase your prices with confidence because you know that the offer is structured in a way that's going to lead to client results, that's going to lead to satisfaction. So another way that you can boost your own certainty and even create better content, better marketing for your offer is by improving your offer, you know? Um, and I think this is something that is can be overlooked because we can get a lot into the mindset of, I need the client, I need the sale, I need the sale. But maybe there's something internally that we don't feel confident in the structure of the offer, how we're delivering. So there is always room for improvement. And I always say that that up level has to come internally in the offer itself and the structure of the offer itself first. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I love that. I, you know, it, it really is. It's like it all works together. Like it's, you have to have the combined, like everything and it will really just, I mean, yeah. allow you to shoot forward. So I love that. All right. So before we kind of wrap up, is there anything else that like you would, that you really want to add, you feel like it would be really important to know about raising our prices? I would say that in terms of attraction, like once you've decided you're like, I'm raising my prices, this is it. <laughs> I'm not going back in terms of the attraction piece to attract those clients. And remember, I always tell my clients, how would you speak to this person? if you knew that she had the money to pay you, if she, if you knew that she was capable and committed and resourceful, how would you speak to your clients if you saw them in the most empowered, capable state? And that's going to attract your best clients who are willing to invest in your rates. I think that, you know, we, we sometimes let our own beliefs seep in <laughs> into how we're speaking. So make, once you've decided, just commit to speaking to that person. If you saw them and like, they're ready to go, either they have the money in the bank account or they're, they're going out to get it. How would you speak to them? What would you be talking about? That's going to completely shift your messaging and how you're promoting your offer. Amazing. Okay. This whole conversation has been absolutely incredible. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you so much, so much for being here, Natalie. So before we tell us where can we connect with you where can we learn more about you chat with you yes absolutely so i have my own podcast so if you want to jump over it's called the premium ceo it's on apple Podcasts and spotify and you can also find me on instagram Nyape. i'm sure you'll put the link below um i'm active there every day on my stories and my feed so you can send me a dm and i'll be happy to chat with you Perfect. Yes. And I, like I said, I will link the podcast and the Instagram below. So that way you guys can all find her. But yeah, once again, thank you so much for chatting with me today, Natalie. It was so great. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to hear back to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the One Productive Mama podcast. I hope that you got something out of it that you can apply to your business today so you can start living the life you deserve. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you would share it with a friend or on your story and tag me on Instagram at sierra.scocco. I hope to talk with you soon.